alive. Wait, Fast and loose. That, wait, 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 wait. This episode of Fast and Loose is brought to you by Pop Cola Olipop. <laughs> did you take the train to Manhattan instead of Brooklyn? Why, yes, I did. Olipop. Do you have a bad gut feeling about anything? Always. Olipop. <laughs> Fast and Loose episode 27. What's up, fellas? We need to keep that in there, though. <laughs> I said Fast and Loose before he did. Did you write that? No, he did. That was the you text I sent. It was funny. Because she took the train. Oh, did I ignore the rest of that text thread? It's definitely. It's all good. <laughs> I definitely saw a bunch of text. Is it called Olipop? Yeah. What'd you call it? You called it, you called it like I called it Pop. You called it Pop Cola. <laughs> but you said we could get any flavor of pop cola, which I just thought was when I read that, I thought it was funny because I'm like, haha, cola is one of the Only flavors. Only one flavor is uh, It's like one of the things that like parents do, I feel like. Just call things drastically the this, incorrect name. And absolutely. I think it's funny. I was frantically texting, <laughs> trying to figure out where the nearest fucking city bike was going to be when I got off the train. And then, of course, the one that was nearest had two broken bikes and no other bikes. Of course. So then I'm, like, running with my tote bag. And then uh, all the e-bikes were broken, which is fine. I mean, I was able to – I got here – I got to the, the dock in nine minutes. That's pretty quick. From underneath the Williamsburg Bridge. Yeah, that's really fast. That's, like, a multi-mile bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get it on the watch, or I did get it on the watch. Strava. Is it on yeah, Strava? Hit up, hit up Sasha's Strava. Yeah. Let's see what it was. Oh, let's see the pace. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I think I was uh, I was above twelve miles an hour the whole time. I I hardly that. stopped. Yeah, it's rolling. Up and the bike, that's like, or up the hill as well. That's quick. Yeah. What what hill? Up the bridge. No, no, oh, no. Oh, wait. No, oh, no. you were on the Brooklyn side. I came on the Brooklyn side. Okay, oh, my I'm God. getting real wait, confused. I definitely you thought you were in Manhattan just hammering I've up just the... been leading you guys astray with all my comments today. I've been... I don't think that was you. I think that was on me. <laughs> I took the train back from yeah. Delancey to Marcy and then got a train... Or got a, a bike, rather. There we go. Yeah. That makes more sense in hindsight. Yeah, okay, good. What yeah, oh, my God. I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> no. I was like, damn, you got here in nine minutes. That's like a five-mile bike ride yeah, from the no, <laughs> It was two miles. Two miles. On the nose. 12 um, MPH. Tour de France. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Casual. Tour, 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 tour de Williamsburg. Yeah. Oui, 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 um, Giro d'Italia. That's uh, another one. Speaking of riding fast... <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. Transition. Tour de tour, tour France. No, 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 that's it. We're, we already talked about that. Um, how are you feeling? I'm good. Sa- Sasha's asking this because I ran a race. You ran fast. Uh, we ran. We ran. ran fast. <laughs> we just ran. Uh, it was fun. Duluth, Minnesota. Shout out. Uh, You've been there before? No, literally that never. And I don't think I'll ever yeah, what are your first be back there. Yeah, tell us about this, the great city of Duluth. It, it is, in my mind, exactly what you would think of Duluth, Minnesota before going there. Like, I think gray. I think uh, and, uh, uh, <laughs> I lakes. Know. There was a lake. There was a big lake. There we go. The, Superior? Yeah, I think it was Lake Superior, actually. Yep. Um, Fort City on Lake Superior, Minnesota. Yeah, it was at one point the joke was definitely made that, like, we hadn't unlocked the rest of the map because if you looked across the lake, it, like, just looked like everything ended. Mm-hmm. That lake is huge. It, like, looks like an ocean. Obviously, I think people are well aware that, like, the Great Lakes are really big, but I, it's, like jarring every single time to be like oh this could be like the atlantic ocean and i wouldn't know any different because you just can't see anything on the other side right um 
which oh, is the cool. other side is Wisconsin. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. I did not know and that. And Canada was there. Like Canada's pretty close. Yeah. Canada uh, was there. Canada was there. I think that lake touches Canada, right? Am I getting geography mm-hmm. right? No, you're you're there. I'm there. Yeah. Cool. You've inspired yeah. me to be better at geography. I think at everything. I'm gonna change my bio to <laughs> Sasha lives in ig- ignorant bliss in the best way. <laughs> That's a good ignorant bliss. I think is like a good way, honestly, to go through life. For sure, uh, a little bit ignorant and a lot blissful around a lot of things. Not yeah, there's some things that you don't want to be like fully ignoring. Yeah, that's a good know. point. Right. Um, God damn, these legs are Oh, yeah, huge. Quebec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Oh, my is God. Quebec is Quebec like right there? Yeah. Not right there, but it's there. We did look at one point because on the map it looks like you're pretty close to Canada. And it's like, oh, how far of a drive would it be? And it's like a four-hour drive. So, no, you're not that close. Is it? Re- damn. I just saw this come up, but this could be wrong. Six and a half hour flight that's wrong that's uh uh that sounds long actually yeah, we nice. flew in what did it my flight when i came back we flew into minneapolis as well logistically for anyone right. that's ever going to do grandma's um it, it's very expensive to fly into duluth because the airport is pretty small mm-hmm. and minneapolis is two and a half hours away of a drive oh, wow. um longer drive than i realized going into it for sure right when uh, did you fly in again thursday i flew yeah thursday the race was saturday and then i came back sunday um, which was actually kind of nice as well um yeah, and then juneteenth was off of work as oh, well great, so it was like great. a nice we slept in a little bit that's great um a lot happening which i did not make it to in new york unfortunately there was but so much happening seemed cool like the goldfinger run seemed awesome joe yes. holder's event seemed awesome oh my god yeah uh, such a big turnout for that, that yeah really cool. absolutely insane and like that's the stuff that i love but simultaneously i'm like big fan of sleep and like Same. not setting an alarm i had to wake up to two two days in a row at 2 a.m uh which was insane yeah. Two days in a row. On sa- so on race days, so the half started at 6 a.m. Yeah. The buses for the half oh, yeah. uh, left at 4.30 in the morning, and I wake up slowly. Mm-hmm. So I literally woke up at 2 a.m. I also picked up a buddy, and we both drove to where the bus was picking us up. Um, so woke up then, and then my I was driving another buddy to the airport after the race on Sunday so that we could both like get on our morning flights. Which at the time, like in the middle of the drive, felt really stupid that we booked early flights and then got home and it was like, oh, it's kind of nice to be home. Um, yeah, it's like yeah. when when it's happening, you're annoyed, but once you've already done it and then you're like, great. Yeah, listen to some crime podcasts and yeah. drove like 80 miles an hour on a highway at literally two in the morning. Or What time was your flight? My flight was at eight. The person I was driving with was at seven and we got to the airport like 545. Oh, 530 yeah, yeah right insane on. yeah okay. we and it was like it worked out well yeah um but yeah really early race is okay uh but it was fun weekend like fun weekend duluth i mean we that's actually how we got on this duluth was uh they had some cool breweries a lot of breweries which i think is like a midwestern a thing not really yeah, yeah, but like we went to a brewery i got a root beer actually i had a beer and then a root beer i was cool. driving so i didn't want like multiple beers because i also don't drink a ton so i feel like if i have like three beers it's probably on the edge of like me being yeah. able to drive Absolutely. at that point and like i would not do that um so i had a beer and then i had a root beer and it was fun i like that do I they was... brew their own root beer 
I think I assumed so, yeah. and it was really good. Don't get me wrong. The one thing that threw me off is I would I've been really into fruited sours from like mm. beer right now. Evil Twin, shout out yeah. Evil Twin, yeah. uh, with Jeppe, Jeppe. Yes. I I think it's a silent J, but or a weird J. He's the owner guy. Oh, He's I a big runner himself. Um, but they do spectacular fruited sours because okay. they taste like apple juice or like any Absolutely. juice. Uh, they're like amazing, but that is not a Midwestern thing. Absolutely, oh my God. <laughs> it was Can you like it was, I stood like, there. What are you putting in my beer? Yeah, exactly. It took me like a minute though of reading the menu for me to be like, oh yeah, like that's not a thing that these guys. Maybe do. a sour, but not with like a I, ton of fruit. Yeah, you're not getting like a yeah. People who drink beer in the Midwest like want hops. Yeah. And, or and like, like or like a pilsner that they could just yeah, drink yeah. seventeen of. Exactly. Beer. Uh, but it was really good beer. I also like an IPA, and they had okay. really good IPA. Sweet. A lot of breweries and not a lot of else, not a lot else going on okay. in Duluth, I would say. Okay. Uh, but it was like it was cool to be there, and it was a. Uh, the cool thing about it was it's one of those towns that's still small enough where like the whole town was, like pumped for the marathon like it's clearly the event that happens in Duluth. Oh, um, so like that's there nice. were signs everywhere when I my hotel was like. 15 minutes away from downtown uh and i walked in and the like the guy was in a grandma's marathon t-shirt and they gave me a little goodie bag with a bunch of hershey kisses it's like, this is for the runners it's like the I majors of a small town yeah yeah, it's yeah. Like boston everyone goes <coughs> behind it it's a world major right yeah the second tier of these small minnesota towns yeah. that have grandmas and it's fun to get those rate right, like New, I always have talked about New York as one of those towns that, like, if you're in the running world, New York City Marathon is awesome. If you're not in the running world, you can, like, kind of ignore that the marathon is happening. Mm, that yes. doesn't, to John, your point, like, in Duluth, Minnesota, like, everyone's rallying around the marathon, which is cool. Um, I mean, it's it's the social event yeah. of the season, you yeah. know? It's like and what else are they going to do? It's it. They can do whatever they were probably going to do all day on Saturday, which is like go to a brewery and get some beers and hang out with their friends and do that while they watch this marathon. Exactly. Or have marathon. like have fun with it. Yeah. Which was really really fun. Were there people along the course at that hour in the morning for your? I, half? I feel like the marathon was drastically more mm, cheering yeah. for sure, which makes sense. Like I was done by like seven fifteen. Did you hang out uh, and watch? We yeah. I mean, it was funny because like. Um, we were done so early. <laughs> so the the half started at six, and then the marathon started at seven forty five. Because the the other piece of like logistics for this race is the half is literally the second half of the race. Like they bust you thirteen point one miles away from downtown Duluth oh, yeah. for the half start, and then the marathon just goes twenty six point two away and runs along the exact same road. So like oh. everyone who was running the fall ran through the starting line for the half marathon, which I think is actually like smart in the end. But what that does mean is they need to like make sure or try and time it well enough where everyone's finished the half by the time that the full marathoners are coming through. Right. Um so yeah, started mine technically mine... what gives them three hours? It gave them the leader came through probably like the leaders run fast at this race, but yeah, it's like two, two hours is where like two hours and five minutes, whatever. So like, yeah, if you're running like a four hour half, right. you'll maybe get caught by the leaders. Right. And there were a few people like walkers, uh, different charity runners, like stuff like that, who were who were out there when the leaders came through, but not like crowded by any means, um, which was cool. Like, it was kind of cool to see some of those things happen. There was someone in an Elvis costume that got passed by the leader 
uh yeah it was like three of them in the elvis costumes oh my it's funny God. Uh, yeah, that's funny. Back of the pack, it's fun. It's vibes out there. Vibes, vibes, vibes. I'm looking at the the winners, and uh, I think you ran like two oh something. Like I think they broke two ten. Were you getting like two oh nine OTQ vibes? I mean, like it's oh, there were definitely. It was so it was (laughs) we were at mile like twenty five point like two mm-hmm. and just like absolutely impossible to tell the pace that people were on uh for the guys uh a few people that like i know who are going for it shout out johnny hoke who now lives in la used to run with brooklyn track club he's a bandit guy cool. um he came through and i very i mean and now i can say it but like i was like positive that he was running otq pace because he looked great. Yeah. And then he ran, like, 221, which is awesome, but, like, not OTQ pace. And it was like, oh, like, I just had no idea how fast he was running because yeah. I had no point of reference. But, like, those were the people that were helpful. And then for the woman's side, I knew um, – shout out Jake, who was my intern in Chicago with Nike. He's now a pre out in Minnesota. He was pacing the OTQ woman. So That's when cool. he came through, like, I knew that that was woman's OTQ pace. Uh, and he had one person running with him. Um, How many did he start with? I think a lot. Uh, it was a very hot and soupy day to steal Kyle Merber's description from his newsletter this morning. It was like okay. humid and sunny and kind of hot. Climate change is really oh, just it's brutal. fucking with our race days. Yeah. Oh, really it, screws with all of it. It's just been nonstop, I feel like, for the last calendar year. Yeah, like Brooklyn Half was bad. Mm-hmm. Wasn't Chicago was kind of bad last year, right? Maybe New York was bad. New York too. was really bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's like we were talking about it to John's point. Like, Grandma's is like an OTQ race. Like, you go and try and run the Olympic trials qualifier there. Mm-hmm. And anyone that was trying to do it, I feel like that was the race they did in the spring. But, like, yeah, it's a June marathon. Like, it it was hot. And I think it was just, like, I think a few people ended up getting the standard. But, like, if you got the standard on that day, you're probably in way better shape than the standard. It's oh, like, right. like, you're like probably, you like. you perform on a day like that. Yeah, if you're a guy that ran 217, you're probably a 215 guy. And if you're a woman who ran 237, you're probably capable of running, like, 234 mm-hmm. um, or something like that. Yeah. Which is cool. Like, it, really I mean, cool. it just means that, like, you're crushing. What it does mean, I think, is it's going to be really, really fun uh, for CIM this winter. Uh, I guess it's winter, December. Yeah, like, winter. I, anyone who's still chasing the standard, it's like. You're either going to go to Chicago, which I think a lot of people are hesitant about. Because of the weather? Or, yeah, because yeah. of the weather, I think. Yeah. But, like, Chicago's fast. Indy is another one two weeks after Chicago where you'll probably see some people, but John's that shaking his head. Sucks That's what I was going to say, too. I don't think it's the move. There's a, a McCurney train, McCurdy train. They're doing a, up in Rockland Lake. Uh, there's a... Where the Trials of Miles half was. Oh, the, the, the loop yeah, that the everyone loop. does. They're doing a marathon there. Uh, Haven't they done that in the past, or am I? They did it two years ago. Okay, maybe, maybe it was last year. Actually, it's four loops. I think it's like six <laughs> loops. Um, do you? Would you do that? No, I think that it. I think that everyone has their things that they like, sure, but sure, my sure, sure. preference would not be to do that. I think I'd lose my mind. Like Absolutely. I'd go two loops and be like. How the hell am I going to do four more at this pace? Like, to it would just be hard. exactly where you're at and where you need to go. Like, I like not knowing. I mean, you can look at a marathon course all you want, but I also like just being like, well, 
I'm just moving forward. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're like you you can look at the trees for a little bit and then all of a sudden you're a mile further down. Right. That was actually. Yeah. Go for it, John. I mean, I was just going to say, like, I think you'll see a lot of people with track backgrounds at the McCurdy. Yeah. That's a good point. I I like knowing exactly where I'm at all the time. Yeah. Just zoned out. Yeah. It's a different mental state. Yeah. Totally different. It's almost like you're. I mean, if you come from a track background, you know, every every meter you are on track, every meter you have left. I actually thought this was interesting. Yesterday I was looking at my paces and it was like 0.7 yielded like seconds of a difference in the like average mile pace Mm -hmm. versus like, so it was like I was doing 200s, but so it was like 41.7 was like five minutes and whatever average pace, but 42.3 was like, 10 second difference yeah which i just thought was yeah it blows your mind to like when you extrapolate exactly like you don't always think about it during a a marathon or whatever i I don't yeah yeah. i mean it's because i never run that short of a distance where those things technically matter yeah yeah not in my career at least you know but i so i was like whoa this is really enlightening yeah it is actually i mean like i'm thinking about it harder because i think immediately i'm uh dismissing this rockland lake marathon but i do think they also do the like window of time so they'll run it on like friday saturday or sunday depending on the weather which i guess like is if you're someone who wants to attempt to control all of the The like variables yeah it's maybe the right one for you to do and it's nice because they don't need to deal with much infrastructure because you just go to this park that exists and run circles around yeah they've got the start and finish line and like it's open to the public which i don't know if everyone is like fully aware of that but yeah there's people like walking on the course which is fine because they get out of your way there's always a biker oh you Um, mean while the race is happening it's open to folks to just come in and use it recreationally yeah i don't think there's a way to like fully shut that park down it's a pretty like wide bike path so have you ran one of the races up there actually i don't think i don't think i've ever i've like seen photos of it but i've definitely never been there it's fun it's a cool marathon like train training spot as well for like people who want to practice taking on fluids and stuff like it's nice you leave a bottle you grab it every lap or something um but yeah like it is it's like a bike path yeah yeah yeah. that's (laughs) one that they do up there the self-transcendent or something that's what they call it right maybe i think there's also like an ultra marathon that happens up there oh yeah wait Uh, so like more more loops than yeah, six. Yeah, way more than six, Holy I think. Mackerel, I'm pretty sure Francisco. Shout out Francisco, friend of the pod. Oh yeah, didn't he do uh, his hundred miles there? I or hundred hours? Hundred hours up there or something. It was Man, insane. friend of the pod Fran. Yeah. What a shout abs- out to Fran. Absolute. I am Francisco B. Um just a lot of loops. <laughs> okay, so it was a soupy hot day. You had to get up at two AM. Yes. And like <laughs> you don't you don't eat before your races, but like that's a four hour period in which you you just being up and like being alive using your organs is is using your energy. Yeah, I kind of like I like to get my like body moving a little bit, yeah. kind of. So I like get up, 
in this case, I was in a hotel, so I, like, went to the fake, I'm putting it in air quotes, which doesn't work on podcasts, but <laughs> that's why I'm saying it. I, like, went down to the gym and, like, stretched a little bit. Oh, great. And, like, just got moving. But then I had my, like, energy drink. I think I did a Red Bull this time. Nice. Because that's what I had with yeah. me, which was great. So it's, like, a bunch of sugar to get into the system. Right, and, like, right, hopefully right. just, like, wake everything up a little bit. But it was, I think I had to leave my hotel at like 3.45, 3.40 is when I went to pick someone up. Yeah, it was, I mean, and granted, like the you one, drove? I drove to uh, Airbnb where a bunch of people were staying and picked up one of the guys, mm-hmm. Gerard, um, who was also doing the half. And then we drove to where the Elite Athlete Hotel was because okay. that's where the buses were coming. And you can just leave your, I mean, it's, I it know was it's street Duluth, parking. So you could just leave your car. It was actually very, very easy. Okay. Like we weren't sure. That's why we kind of like gave ourselves a little bit of a buffer of time. Like right. we got to the hotel at four and the bus didn't leave till 445. Okay. But we got there and uh, like found parking immediately. What did happen though at the hotel was uh we were trying to go to the bathroom but you needed a hotel key Ugh. and some girl came down and like she was the first. It was just it wasn't like we decided. She was like the first person to go and try and use the bathrooms. Yeah. And we like asked her if she could unlock the guy's bathroom and I've never seen someone more irritated at two people in my entire life. <laughs> like she just didn't want to talk to us. Was she also running? She was running. Yeah. Okay. She was like in running gear. But Gerard and I like and the, the funniest part of the whole thing was she was, like, clearly so pissed off that we were asking. And then she, like, swiped her card and walked away. And the door didn't work. It didn't work. And neither of us wanted to ask her again. So we just didn't So you just didn't it. use the bathroom? We just waited for someone that we knew to come down. And we're like, can we borrow your I key? feel like as a fellow runner, she should have been a little bit more empathetic. <laughs> That's what I would have thought, too. Just but physiological If needs. she's listening to the pod... Not maybe, shout maybe out. Maybe she's a, no, she a fan. Anti shout out. Yeah, if she was, a, if she, if she'd turn to me and be like, "Yo, you're the fast and blue," that would have been sick. That would have been so cool. <laughs> um, what did you get? Did you get Chipotle the night before? Or did you find? I had Chipotle else? and ice cream the night before. There was Yo, a good old stomach is crazy. It's crazy. I but love also, it. I had non dairy though this time. But also, we like, talked about this. Well, I know, but <laughs> at it's least still you can crazy. find Chipotle in most states. Yeah, right. the one curveball I threw is I did a little guac this time, which I don't always do. Oh, that's, maybe that was the wrong man. That was the wrong. That I mean, sabotaged the, right the whole move, thing. Maybe in this case, it was the wrong. Move. They were. I was watching them make my bowl. I'm like, ah, oh, that doesn't look like enough food. So yeah. I like add a little guac at the end, a few more calories. It's like uh, when <laughs> you go. It depends on who's making your bowl. Sometimes yeah. they really load you up. Yeah. I feel this way at like sweet green and kava. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You get the right person at kava. I'm eating You're good three. To go. I got three meals out of that bowl. Let me tell you, though, at this Chipotle, you're like, I forgot all this stuff and you guys are just triggering memories. Okay. It was the most like chaotic workstation situation I'd ever had because there was like a lawn line. Yeah. And New York's lot used to the lawn lines. Right. And I was empathetic, not like the person who opened the, didn't open the bathroom actually, but. Like, I got it. I was like, oh, they must not be used to this. Person doing the, like, sauces and cheese. There was, like, cheese in the guac and corn in the salsa. And I was like, what it's is happening? Right? Station. There was shit everywhere. Shit. And I was like, oh, damn, God. like, this sucks. Uh, that's, I mean, granted, like, you're making people's Chipotle burrito bowls. Like, I'm not going to complain about it. But, right. like, it, it was like, I felt. It it looked as chaotic as it felt in there, uh, oh and it was really God. funny. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, just yeah. I'm everywhere. sure they probably are not used to more than 
four people. No, in absolutely not. Just no chance. So uh, getting slammed marathon at weekend, and then we went to five guys after the race. Oh, um, I'm just skipping the whole race for you guys, but like we did. I mean, go I to like five. to talk about your fueling. Yeah, the food strategies. was great. Five guys five was guys great. Is the peanut spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what's funny the... that that's what you think of, but I just yeah. don't really under. I think I've eaten it once years ago. All you need to know is the peanuts. Yeah, mm. you don't it, like Five Guys. I think it's good, but what are you Five Guys Shake Shack in and out? Shake Shack. What second? Mm. Probably Five Guys. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Why well, you're not an in and out? Man. It's just hype. It's fine. It's fine. It hits the spot. It's good, yeah. Um, I like five. I would probably rank them the same. I like five guys. I probably like overvalue five guys because you can do whatever toppings you kind of want. You can mm-hmm. like go crazy with toppings, which uh, I just like as a concept for yeah. food. Yeah. Shout out Chipotle. Same thing. Shout out. <laughs> yeah. Deadass, shout out. One of everything. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. so you went to five guys. Did you get a burger as well? Yeah, this was post race. This oh, wasn't pre race. Uh, we did burger, shake, and fries. Oh yeah, it was fucking sick. What crazy. flavor? We shake? just sat there. Oh, I recently found out. Aaron, my girlfriend, told me that I got it wrong because I got a shake the other time and I only got one topping. Turns out you can get like anything that you want. They've got like a list in the shake. Yeah, you can do like like a McFlurry. Yeah, you can like McFlurry it kind of ah. like a bunch of no shit. Charge that you can throw. Yeah, it's like same price for all of it. Because when I went, like, a few weeks ago, I got, like, Oreo bits, and that was it. This time, I, I didn't go crazy. I just did chocolate and then Reese's. Reese's? Cups. It was just Reese's. Yeah, they, like, Cups, smashed yeah. them up. Yeah. Um, that was great. It was so good. That sounds uh, fucking good. I was delicious. very, very happy about that. It was a good, like, post-race situation, for yeah. sure. Yeah. It's just, like, a bunch of calories. And, like, it again, oddly, like, burgers sit in my stomach really well most of the time. And usually, like, post-race, don't really want to eat. Yeah, I I don't don't know. It's, like, the combo of protein, fat, carbs, I guess, All of it. It feels like it's a a nice, even distribution of all the macros. And it's a nice, like, concentration. You're not, like, shoving food down your your stomach. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's a compact vessel. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I know you don't want to go deep into it, but I would like to know your race recap. And I'm sure the listeners at home, especially the woman who did not let you into the bathroom at the hotel is waiting. Yeah, she's really curious. It's her fault. It is funny because she plays into it because she definitely just like absolutely kicked my ass, which was really fun. Oh. Uh, Oh. Yeah, she did. She was Oh, because you said this was at the elite Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was at the like good, like they were really good, but it was, yeah, it was funny. She was like. Do you find generally in that sphere, which I feel like you find yourself more often than I would people are nice i think that everyone's got different like pre-race vibes yeah for sure like that it's kind of what you said like she was clearly just like in her own headspace Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna make fun of her because like she was actively and like made my life slightly more difficult right so i which i just find is funny because like asking someone to open the bathroom door isn't that big of a deal but I do also completely get it it's like you're doing whatever you want to do you don't want someone to distract you you've probably got like a routine and a schedule yeah. and but like you're in the you're not in her hotel room you're not like yeah we were me, like in I the lobby your yeah you're in the lobby She's <laughs> if already... someone knocked on your hotel room door at like... I was awake and yeah. it was marathon weekend and someone was like listen this is a fucking emergency yeah absolutely yeah come on, come i'd probably in. do that as well come on in but it would be i would feel bad i would feel bad asking in that case as well it would have to be a major emergency for me to num- knock on someone's right yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um 
Can but you OTQ with a half marathon? Yes. This might be a bad you can. question. No, no, no. It's a really reasonable do you, question. Do you OTQ for a half marathon with a half marathon? You can't. No, they only have marathon. You you can only qualify for, they used to, and John's going to fact check me here, but you used to be able to qualify for the marathon trials with a 10K as well, yeah. I believe. Oh, yeah. Um It's like if you, but the, the big asterisk on all of it is those standards are like, proportionately significantly harder to achieve so it, it's like they discourage you actually. yeah they want you to run a marathon like the marathon standard if you do like equivalent times is sure easier than the ha- like i think the woman's marathon is 237 yeah. it is and then i believe this is the one that i'm not actually positive but i believe the woman's half standard is like 112 flat which is just like Oh wow! Both of those so are extraordinary. It's more ambitious the shorter the distance gets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Which I guess makes sense if you're going to extrapolate your ability to then run this double distance. Right. Then yeah, you conceivably should be able to do this shorter one. Yeah. But at the same, okay. it's okay. it's also kind of a game. I think they kind of have it of like they want the best half marathoner. Like if you're if you're dabbling in the marathon, if you're someone Molly Seidel was this in 2020 of like hadn't ran a marathon yet was maybe gonna do one and then qualified via the half and was like okay i guess i should like i might as well try and make the olympic team that's probably not what her mindset was like but it was like okay like if we're gonna debut in the marathon we might as well do it now kind of situation galen rupp who's a really like one of the best american marathoners of all time he initially got in the marathon the exact same way he i actually think he might have been a qualifier via the 10k Mm -hmm. maybe um but yeah it's like a it's a door in for people that are like faster at shorter stuff they they give you the opportunity if you're good enough um i mean i think you have to run two seven under 218 this year in the marathon you've got to run under 63 yeah and a half half. which is like crazy fast yeah like the people who have run under 63 and a half are probably like 212 213 marathoners at least right yeah kind of crazy to say that out loud yeah yeah good times but yeah marathon or i ran the half it was weird it just kind of like there's not really uh It'd be more fun if I had, like, a real explanation for you guys. It's like... You rip your hamstring. Yeah, my <laughs> hamstring was torn. My speed suit didn't fit properly. <laughs> that was my let's super a, suit. Yeah, speed suit a was a vibe. Have you ever... It's a full suit. Yeah, it's a unitard. Is there a zipper? <laughs> yeah, there's a zipper that goes down to, front. like, the middle okay. of your chest. So yeah. you, okay. But to pee, I, like, have to, like, take almost that's, the whole thing Well, yeah, off. that's it's what like I was thinking. Weird. What if you had to pee... I peed in the woods before the race, and I was, like, definitely standing there just, like, no tops. <laughs> it was Romper. Real. Romper you're essentially, buds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you're like a girl at the club, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's oh honestly, yeah, now I fully empathize with that. That yeah. shit's rough. L- oh, yeah. You get into the fucking porta potty before the race, and you're like, oh, like, I've got nothing on anymore. <laughs> yeah, disaster. Pretty, I, mean, I mean, if it, it were short sense. enough, you could, like... Pull a leg. Yeah. yeah. I've done this before. Yeah. yeah. Speaking from experience. I think the probably woman's one's got shorter legs. The guy's one's it would have been it brutal. Like a seven right. inch inch yeah. or eight inch inch It's inch. weird. It's a weird construction. Okay, so the speed suit is that the first time you've ever raced in one? For uh yeah, probably. Like I think in an official capacity. Yeah. I've like 
I've like ha- I've I ran in this before. I ran the half in it. It wasn't just like a whim decision. No, you can't do it. Yeah. Though I did probably look really stupid when I did my workout in Central Park in it. It's like <laughs> who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I did think about that as I like walked out of my building. I'm like, this is a little embarrassing. It's uh, no, it's a style statement. Well, just because like like people give you weird looks when you have like split shorts on as like a runner getting out of your buildings half the time. Right. And, like I I'm sure I got some weird looks, uh, but I. Thought I fucking love this. There's just some quad envy happening there. That's yeah, all. yeah, That's exactly. Yeah. Um. So that was fun. That was a positive. Was it cold overall. in the morning where you brought other clothes, or you've just been wearing the speed suit since two a.m.? It was hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be sick. Um. No, it was. What did I do actually? Because I didn't bring throwaway clothes, but they did have like an elite bag check, which I was very thankful for in the yeah. end. I had like I I had a lawn sleeve shirt. That's actually exactly. I had a lawn sleeve shirt and a pair of sweatpants that I like jogged a mile in beforehand and then stuck into a bag so I didn't have to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that worked out really really well in the end. And then yeah, just speed suit. Did you go to time. Five Guys in the speed suit? No, we went back to the hotel okay. first. Right. I did at one like. We lollygagged a lot after the race, and I did like I mean, with anything sweaty, it's like I wanted to. You want to get out of it at that yeah. point. It People was like who don't lollygag after their races are a different breed. Yeah, it's definitely. You just go straight to whatever. I'm like it's floating like you're around. Done. Yeah, you you're just hanging out. <laughs> it's just chill. So yeah, like it's around. over. We did wait. Um, and then I promise for the listeners that I'll actually say something about the race. But we waited <laughs> no. for there was a drawbridge. And this drawbridge lifts up for, like, it's really low. And I guess it, like, divided a pretty, like, trafficked area of the lake. Mm -hmm. So it would, like, lift up for, like, a motorboat. So we'd okay. seen it go up and down a few times already. And we're waiting because one of our buddies had a hotel that was, like, right near the finish. So we were going to go there, chill for a little, and then go cheer for the marathon. Yeah. We waited legitimately for, like, 45 minutes because it was the biggest boat that I'd ever seen, like, come through this. Not the biggest boat I've ever seen, but, like, a huge boat yeah. came through this, like, tiny drawbridge. And it was really funny. And it took that long? It took four ever oh, for no. this to happen um yeah it was just like annoying in the end uh but you it was think they prepare for those things that's what you would think yeah. right we did take a photo we got someone to take a photo of us with the boat in the background yeah and the guy gerard the same guy that i picked up yeah he like as because it was his phone that the random person was taking a photo on he was like i've never seen one of those <laughs> and she thought he was being <laughs> serious <laughs> and it was like it was good i bet you could good. say some some really silly stuff in duluth and a lot of people would believe a lot of people you. are gonna believe you i think they think that New Yorkers have never seen like the water before, uh, based we're on how we were. By concrete. Yeah, there's no boats. What's no a boat? Boats. How do these things float? I want yeah. to hear your race cap, but I took the ferry <laughs> on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, the ferry boats. where? I like it from the financial dis- or from sea- seaside. Yeah, seaport. To seaport to South North Williamsburg. Sick. I it's an efficient way to get around. It's so nice. Yeah. It's kind of like chill vibes. Yep, super chill. Just on the water. Yeah. It's cool. Uh, anyways, how did Gerard do? Gerard did okay. Were you guys running together? No, Gerard, Gerard um, he's like, he, he's quicker than I am. He was probably going to try and run like 67, 68. Oh, wow. um, and he ran like, he, we had similar, albeit I think I like ran worse than he did relative, but 
we had similar experiences where we both just kind of felt like shot from the gun like we were chatting after the race and it was just, yeah like i just felt exhausted the entire time and i was like oh same um so he ran like he he ran really really well actually at the race we were talking about the trials and miles around rockland so he ran well there which was like in march is that an evening race that one well it wasn't evening but it was like a little later i think it started at like eight or nine okay um so he ran really well there. He had another – he did the Brooklyn half. Yeah. And then he did this, and his takeaway was kind of like it was just too much. He, like – Yeah, it's a lot. thinks that his season went for too long, and he was just fried by the time that he got to the starting line, so. I feel like uh, the the line where you're, like, you need to tap into the fitness that you've built up all of the training block to where you are fatigued from all of the fitness yeah. that you built up. Like, it's a very fine hair to split. Yeah, and if you go over the edge, it's just, like, there's not really coming back oh, from no. it. No. It's like, oh, like, I'm exhausted, I'm fried, and, like, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> 13 more miles to go before I can rest for, like, a week, which is what I'm sure he's doing right now, just, like, not running. Right. Uh, did all. you Did you take the last three days off? I took the last three days off, and then I jogged for the first time today for, okay. like, 20 minutes. Mine's a little weird because, like... I, um, I mean, and this is the whole like half recap in general, I guess, but I like a month ago, which I'm sure everyone listening to the podcast knows because everyone looks at my Instagram, obviously. obviously. Shout out me again. For sure. Um, shout, shout out, out me. You. I took physics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, physics. <laughs> <laughs> Listen a lot. That's a callback right there in the call business. Back. We're going to start getting mad clicks on our last episode. <laughs> I know. But yeah, like I took, t- it was probably, I mean, I know exactly when it was actually. It was May like 10th. I like hurt my back. I was positive I'd fractured my sacrum, took 10 days off. Um, and then found out I hadn't, but like took another 10 days to get back into running and make sure everything was okay. Like was really smart about it. Is that the longest you've ever taken off of running? No, not, uh, like, I mean, I guess this was because of injury. I've taken more time off because of injuries. And then I've taken like after marathons willingly, like a week, a week and a half. I'm usually in a space of like, I, after a race won't really start to think about I won't run until I, like, want to. Right. I usually try and do the, like, mental reset thing. Yeah. It's the same thing. So, like, the rest of this week, if I wake up one day and I'm like, you know what? Like, I don't want to run today. I just won't run. Like, I'm not going to force anything. Um, but, yeah, so took that time off, built up for a week, which is why I'm kind of in the space of, like, I don't really think I need too much physical time off. Mm-hmm. Um, what? But the big thing with that, I think, which played into all of this, is I still think the only tangible thing that I can think of is, like, I, it's kind of a chicken or the egg, but I get a lot of confidence in running when I'm training really well. Like I take confidence by like being fit, which like, yeah, no shit. Like if you're fit, you're going to feel fitter. (laughs) But I like, I think it's, again, I don't know how to like use my hand motions on a podcast, (laughs) but like the, the curve of like, I get fit and how like confident I feel is correlated to that. And I think- simultaneously like i enjoy racing generally as like a uh like test of where i'm at and like a uh how good am i able to like get it's kind of like an internal thing i guess and all of that to say that like i don't think going into the half i still need to figure it out but i wasn't like pumped 
which is weird for me. I usually get, like, really excited about races and really yeah. up for races, and it just, like, wasn't really happening. Okay. Um, and then simultaneously, I think, like, once it started to get hard, it was a lot easier to go to, like, a negative place with, like, oh, this hurts. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't hurt right now. Like, why does it feel so hard right now? And then mm-hmm. you start to get in, like, the really down mindset. Um, so I think that's, like, a lot of that. Ultimately, I think it's, like, I probably, because of, like, my mental fragility in this yeah. case, of just, like, I need to be more mentally prepared. Great word. I think, yeah, for yeah. Um, vocabulary. I've been yeah. doing the word all right. You've been, do, yeah, you've yeah. been. It's five-letter words. But. You've been speaking real well on these last We're two trying. podcasts. We're trying, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, sorry. Proliferating. <laughs> I don't think that. <laughs> Pro- Profiticating. Yeah. All the above. Yeah, pronunciated <laughs> words. <laughs> but yeah, like I think like um I think I ran worse because I got negative about mm. everything. Like I probably could have squeezed something better out of all of it. And I also think it's a good learning for me of like I, I had the whole like three goals thing and one of them was not time based. Right. But it was also a very weird experience because, like, everything in my training and, like, just recent race results would have told me, like, my goal going into the race was to break 70 minutes, which I thought was, like, a reach but possible. Yeah. My B goal was to break 71, which, like, should have been really doable. Um, and then my C goal was to, like, stay in the moment, essentially, and, okay. like, some sort of mental space, which I ultimately I think I did an okay job at that. But there was a really weird, like, 70 is 520 pace, 71 is 525 pace. And I ran the first mile, and I was right where I wanted to be. And then essentially, like, I tried to find the right effort, and I ended up running, like, slower than I ever would have thought that effort would have felt like. Right. And it was really weird of, like, I hadn't prepared to all of a sudden be running, like, 535s at, like, mile four, because that just shouldn't have happened. Yeah. Um, So it's kind of like a weird one. Like, I think it is truly a... uh, like, I'll still look at it and figure out, like, the whole mental side of things. I'm like, yeah, that's something I can do better. But simultaneously, it's like, oh, like, that was just a really, really shitty day. And, like, there's not fully a, like, clear explanation as for why it was shitty. And I think that just happens sometimes. Absolutely. It's funny because I, like, definitely before this weekend wouldn't have necessarily, like, bought into that. It's like, oh, if you're fit, like, I could have, I should have been able to squeeze out, like, six miles at 520 pace even how was your worst how was your build that, that's the i think that's the like there's probably a piece of underestimating what like 10 days off plus like a week and a half loss did i had like three really good workouts that would have indicated like good things mm-hmm. the three weeks building in so it was like okay but yeah i think that's like if you look at it it's like okay maybe like a little level of ignorant bliss to mm-hmm. call back as well back. Um, of like feel pot like the the like recognition of what realistically where I was at is maybe the thing like I wanted to pretend that my build up had been perfect and that I could like run the goals that I wanted to and it maybe would have been better to like oh maybe this wasn't perfect like let's go see what I'm actually in shape for right now. Uh, and I think, like, ultimately the race probably would have won. I wouldn't have wanted to run it this way, but, like, if I'd started slower and tried to pick it up, it's like if I'd gone and run the first mile at, like, 540 pace, I would have felt really good and probably, like, been confident. But that's not what you went out there to do. Yeah, yeah, and that's like the weird thing. It's annoying to go back and be like, well, had I done this and had I done that, I'm 
we'll never know what it's like to operate at your or John's level, but waking up at 2 a.m. has got to do something to your fucking equilibrium. Like, yeah, I'm you're sorry. You're not wrong about that. I know that that is just an outlier that we have to accept, but I think that that could have a pretty big Yeah, 6 a.m. is a brutal start time for That's crazy. Race. We do get an hour. It was really 3 a.m., so you know. Okay. I mean, what time I'm, I'm actually bed? joking. Not, I did not fall asleep early enough. No, I thought no, I was going to be able to, and then it was like no 10 way. p.m., and I was sitting there. I'm like, Ugh. Were you at least like horizontal legs up resting? Yeah, we were chilling for okay, a while. Good. I think I got back in my hotel room at like 7.30 okay, that night. Okay, that's great. Because everyone tried to like crash a little bit. D- does it, it feel fun. like a lot of the people that you ran with had a similar experience where they're just like, I got to the start line, and I knew from jump that it was just going to be a weird day? Yeah, I think the only the only person that really ran like a race that they were really excited about was Lily, and Lily did the half. Lily's another Brooklyn track Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and she like hit her goal and all that, but Lily also had probably the, the smartest buildup of anyone that was okay. there. Like, Lily had been a little banged up. She hadn't ran a half marathon before this one. Oh, whoa. Had done some shorter stuff. She'd ran a half marathon before, sorry. But, like, in oh, her build-up for this. I see like, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's also just, like, I think part of it is, like, yeah, off days happen. And it's, like, to everyone, there's still yeah. things that you learn. But, like, yeah, Absolutely. sometimes you get out there and for whatever reason. Like, I've been joking with people. I'm like, oh, maybe I just had, like, maybe I was sick. And, like, mm-hmm. I didn't even know it. I wasn't yeah. actually sick. I think it was fine. But it's, like, shit like that can happen. Uh, it'll be fun. And it's like, honestly, like, yeah, this, it didn't go as well, but to exactly what you were asking before, it's like, I don't feel fried coming off of it. Right. Uh, and it is towing a fun line of like, I'm doing Chicago and we're like 16 weeks ish from Chicago. Um, so I don't want to like get over eager and dive right into training and like realize two weeks from now, like, Oh, I needed a break. So I'm taking like a week, week and a half. Uh, easy jogging. I won't jog more than 60 minutes until oh, yeah. at least next weekend. Smart. Um, very, sounds very smart. Yeah. We're feeling it all out. Is there anything in the summer that piques your interest that maybe you want to tri- maybe shorter? Like, I'm going to do – so Team Champs is really fun. If you guys aren't doing Team Champs, you should do it. I someone say that today. What is that? Team Champs? Yeah. Team Champs is like the New York Roadrunners Club race. Uh, oh yeah where they put all is it like all the scores cumulatively yeah it's okay. instead of the way that Roadrunners usually does it for club points is five people score okay this one ten people score and they add up your times is how they do and it and it's co-ed so it's it's men's and women's oh men's unfortunately. and women's. Okay, so who's on your do. team uh, so I run for Brooklyn Track Club for this oh, one actually it. so there's okay. Honestly, there's probably 10 guys who are faster than Does Lost Boys have an official? No, we've never done anything for Roadrunners. It'd be fun. No, uh, bro. But I don't think that's the vibe. Yeah, exactly. Well, we do the weird races. The only races that I genuinely think make sense for Lost Boys are Hood to Coast, and then Speed Project would be fun to do one for Lost Boys. We'll see if we ever do that one year. NYR is the establishment. Right. We're anti-establishment. We're Stop. underground. We're anti. <laughs> I think what we can start doing, though, is I think that we'll, like, identify 10 Lost Boys that'll run for whatever club they want, mm-hmm. but then we'll, like, Photoshop results after. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Be mad for that idea. <laughs> but we'd be in, like, the D division. Wait, so <laughs> this this team champs? Yeah. Goldfinger yeah. did it, I think, last year. Oh, really? Maybe. So there's a sp- – it's one race? I'm so it's, They have – so club points races for Roadrunners, they have, like, eight across the year and they just pick them oh, um and like they make them matter which is like the queen's 10k which just happened as yeah. a club points race but team champs is like the 
championship for clubs again air quotes which doesn't work on podcast i keep coming back to air quotes they can hear it in your tone yeah they can hear it they can feel the air blowing (laughs) away um but it's a fun it's a five miler uh and i think late july oh great that's not that far away. yeah so that'll be fun it'll be a fun one to go and do central park central park which is the only like maybe brutal thing what Um, about the um trials of miles 5k i was actually gonna say that as like a potentially interesting one i've never done it i'm like it's usually a weird time for me but it sounds have you done it no and i also thought about signing up for it i i was gonna ask if you feel maybe better racing in the evening yeah i think i like racing at night honestly it's yeah. like you get to sleep a little bit my stomach gets it's weird, hard so with the food situation with food but yeah. i know how to do it it's just like it's weird. Like, I've done yeah. the midnight half a few times. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I really enjoy yes. the midnight half. I mean, that's, like, a very late yeah, start. Yeah, it's an extreme. <laughs> I love racing at night. Yeah. So I think fun. it's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, like, like under, seems like under the fun. nights. And, yeah. Under yeah. the lights, lights is cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Most track races are under the lights yeah. as well. I feel like that's yeah. a weird shift for track athletes to, like, road racing is all of a sudden it's, like, Daytime. Oh, my God. Daytime. So fucking early in the morning. Oh, my God. It fucking sucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just, like, early. a skill that you don't realize you need to, like, figure out how to do, right? Mm-hmm. It's odd. And there's, like, the ritual of, like, you know, laying in your hotel room or laying in your room yeah. all day. And then you wake up espresso at 8 p.m. <laughs> you know, it's, like, it's fun. Yeah, the little shit that you have yeah. to do because yeah, it's, it's like, it's what you got to do. I love um, that. Well, regardless of uh, Eagle, Beagle, Seagull, I think you did stay in the moment, so you hit one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Racing is vulnerable, man. It's like, it's it's just an experience. And I mean, that's what training, marathon training is what intrigues me about, like, the marathon in general. I'm scared shitless of it. But it's like, you spend 16 weeks building up this fort, you know, for this, like, one moment. It's like, you you know, you go to battle. It's like, you don't know what's going to happen, but... You spend 16 weeks ideally building up this like impenetrable force yeah. inside of you where like you can just weather any storm. Yeah. And it's like you, you said it, you know, you build confidence over really good training. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty relatable. Yeah. It's like if you can instead of three workouts, if you can put together like 15 workouts, yeah, then, you know, you feel shitty at mile four, but you can just like forge onward. Yeah. Which. Yeah, and there's part, I mean, it's all the cliches. It's like you could still get there and like feel like doo doo on the day. And it's like, yeah, cool. Like, I know I can still go and run a race even if I feel like shit right. on the day. Uh, but yeah, they, I think the idea is to strain 16 weeks together uh, yeah. before Chicago this time. Yeah, Are you running Chicago? No. I'm not running a marathon. Have you ever? Uh, no, never. Run a marathon. John's run, done a half. I've run a half. Yeah, yeah. I've run a half. I've and run Speed, speed Project. project. <laughs> so I've run 13. You skipped them. <laughs> my two longest races ever at 13.1 and about 60. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. 60 hours. in 30 hours. <laughs> um, but, it's yeah. so funny. We've got a half marathon in September. And then. Copenhagen? Yeah. Oh, cool. That'll be fun. And yeah. then I guess I'm signing up for CIM to. Pace. yeah you should do that yeah mm-hmm. i'm excited i would love to i pace. got really excited about that this yeah morning. i would oh love God, to I'm pace so somebody excited. yeah through like mm-hmm. honestly i'd love to pace a woman through like you know like all the way yeah like 237 or something sick. that'd be fun yeah and it'd be a good first marathon for me honestly yeah it'd you be know? a fun way to dip your foot into it it's also like pacing we have i mean we're we We'll talk about various bandit things that are coming. Oh my but God, for, so many yeah. for CIM, like the, and racing the, and marathon. It's <laughs> so much fun. But for CIM, the idea is like we want to go there and have bandit pacers to like help the men's and women's OTQ pack. 
And I do genuinely think that, like, yeah. there's something. Yeah, That's it'd be so fucking cool. sick. So it'd if there's any fun. woman out there that wants to OTQ, Hit I'm an up. eligible bachelor. <laughs> oh I'll, I'll get you there. <laughs> if you I'll see these eyes, the ladies, they will take you as far as you want to go. 237. <laughs> I'm a metronome. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get you there. But it is something, like, uh, I think it would be really, really cool. There's also something about just pacing where it's, like, it changes your mindset in the race. Yeah. It's like you're just so focused on the splits. Have you? I'm, I have haven't you paced a, a full, pacer? full marathon. No, have you ever used a pacer? No. I don't Do know you if ever I'd wonder? Like it. I kind of question. think the same, but now that I'm like, I've paced a few people, yeah. and it becomes a mindless, like, just yeah, go. Yeah, just go. That could be. Right. It's kind of fun. I well, I, that's actually Anyways. during COVID, shout out Jeremy Mulvey, but Jeremy biked uh, 10K on the track with me. Uh, which He's was actually great he had dude. a Beats pal tape to the bike, which was probably the a most. Beachy uh, I, I had my own little like mix situation going on. Levels was part of it. Hell yeah! Uh, the, I had that actually. Well, we'll do two things, then we'll talk about all this stuff. But yeah. for the end of that 10k on the track, I had put together like a series of songs where I had Levels playing, but I wanted Levels to be like at the like pinnacle. When oh, yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. 200 meters yes. out, which yes. obviously like I don't know exactly how I'm gonna run. Right. So I think I had levels like the drop start again like four different times. So there oh, was like well. a two minute window <laughs> that I could hit the last <laughs> 200 meters in. Uh, and then you also are triggering me. The last thing that I'll say about grandmas is in in my like race going sideways at the end, I started getting passed by more and more like really fast woman, which mm-hmm. was really fucking sick. How many like fast females there were there? Yeah. Um. And at one point it was like. I was just like, oh, let's just, like, try and run with this girl and, like, help her get to the finish. Like, yes. put it in air quotes. It's really a selfish thing. It's like sure. if I can disassociate and, like, help me run better. And in the end, like, she ran down the finish line and I slowed down because it's like she's running a great race. I'm oh not going to, like, 000%. steal her finish That's line very moment. nice of you to Oh, do. yeah. I, I have the awareness. But part of the what helped me with my awareness is we came around. Duluth has a few turns at the end of the half. And we came around to turn and I'm like sat next to her like trying to get her to catch the girl in front just yeah. like running next to her yeah. and i just hear what must have been like a 10 or 12 year old from the crowd go beat that boy right next to you and i'm like oh god this I is fucking great and i was like yeah shout out you it was, was it a woman or a child i think the child was cheering boy. for like a it was actually i think someone from austin in the end who uh nice. But oh, she was cool. crushing. She ran like one thirteen something, which is really really fast. Hell yeah! Um, like absolutely I can't insane. Even imagine what yeah. was like. Oh, it's insane. That's it all feels the same. I think that's the fun thing about running is like you can like be trying to break one twenty, one twenty five, two hours, or yeah. like sixty minutes and a half, and like the sensation, albeit like yes, you're running different speeds, and that like sensationally is a little different, but right you're like kind of doing the same thing of pushing your body. Oh yeah. The overall struggle is very, very like identifiable across the speed spectrum. Yeah. I think someone had it, some like coach or maybe a a commentator of like the only person who feels different during a marathon is the winner. Cause the winner usually like Mm. finishes with a little something left. Cause like they won. Yeah. Um, and then like you watch every other finisher cross the line and they're like finishing on empty every oh, single yeah. time. Yeah. And it's like, Oh yeah. Like you can stand at the finish line of a marathon and wait for the eight hour marathoners. And they're just as exhausted as the, the two ten marathoners most right. of the time. It's really, right. really cool. Right. Uh, running sick is the, sometimes conclusion. I start to envision what, I'm going to feel like when I cross the finish line while I'm running, yeah. like very close to the finish line. Like I know everyone does this, but it 
I start to slow down because <laughs> my mind is like, oh, we're crossing the finish. It's like out of body mind yeah, experience. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, like I you're just, anticipating being done. So yeah. Like you kind of feel like you're. So I kind of like almost pull back and then I'm like, oh, shit, wait, this is not over. And we really got to go. Yeah, You switch your mindset really, really quickly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wait, what fall? What marathon are you doing? We've talked about. Um, this, I, I will be behind you at Chicago. Yes. Cool. I will be behind John and whoever uh, you are pacing at CIM. And I will also be hours behind John at uh, Copenhagen. You're going to Copenhagen? Yeah. Let's go. You guys have go. like the exact It just sold again. out. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, saw that. Like that. Crazy. That's going to be sad. Are you racing both Chicago and CIM? Is that the idea? Yeah, I think Chicago is probably where I'm going to try the hardest. Cool. CIM, uh, I'm from California. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think it's more of like a homecoming. Sick. Like people are don't people who live in California, friends and family, don't really know me as a runner. And they're like, oh, you run now. Like, th- it'll just be cool to, like, share that part of my life with them, you yeah. know? That'll be and sick. Ha- like, have them, like, set up at different places to cheer and, yeah. you know. Is your your family's, like, relatively close to Sacramento, right? Or... My mom lives in Roseville, which is a small town right outside of Sacramento. Oh, sick. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah, so very close. Uh, One of my best friends from college lives in Sacramento, um, and it's not that it's like an hour away from San Jose, which is where most of my family's yeah, at. That's so not bad. It'll They'll be super all drive. easy for them to get there. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah. So, it will be well, cool. Sasha, um, I know you're running Chicago, <laughs> but let me interest you in this year's Bandit Marathon Training oh Program, capital God. PR, because <laughs> we're about that life. It, it, except it's for New York. <laughs> <laughs> New York and so Chicago. Do, I think he, Steve Finley is doing. Do a, he can do both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You just maybe your last long run is Chicago. You can Capital do PR is yeah, I mean, you're going to – the program will actually have people for Chicago. I think – no, I think it is. It'll have people for Chicago, New York, Philly, and CIM. I'm pretty sure. I, I think forget gonna, about Philly. Yeah, Philly it's sneaks like November, in. No? It's a sneaky yeah, one. Yeah, it's like it's two, we, two weeks after yeah. New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. But it will work for Chicago. I think we're doing 25 – like the in-person yeah. is 25 people for Chicago, 25 for New York, or something along the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to yeah. divide it a little bit. Yeah. That'd Brought to you by ASICS this year. Shout oh, out. oh, I'm sorry. Shout out ASICS. What is shout happening? Out, Could you repeat that again for the for the listeners <laughs> at home that just hit pause <laughs> and rewind by 15 seconds? To try it. Sound mind, sound body. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what their catchphrase is. So ASICS, is. ASICS and Bandit are coming together. ASICS is Handshake powering up emoji. this year. Handshake <laughs> yeah. emoji. Handshake emoji. I love Powering up the, uh, the program, capital PR. Capital PR. Uh, Fred Curley will be our head coach <laughs> alongside Steve Finley. Um, he bought us a plot of land in Greenpoint. All the land. Buy more, <laughs> buy more land. Shout out Fred, my um, guy. <laughs> but yeah, we'll be offering an online and in-person training program. Uh, the application opens, you'll be listening to this next week, so it opens tomorrow for a 50-person in-person training program. And then the virtual one is open to anyone who signs up. Uh, for in-person Two free pairs of ASICS trainers, bandit singlet, bunch of other goodies, high caliber training staff across coaching, Steve Finley, Ned Trim, Kara Dudley. Dudley. Yeah. Physical therapy by Brendan Martin, mobility by Michael Crow, strength training, sports psychology, tons of pacers to keep you training smart. Uh, yeah, we're excited to get you right. 
John's wow. Got it Boom. All. Elevator Bang. pitch. Boom. <laughs> See, Done. The, the Rattled only one it off. just to ground it, because I know people like to listen to our episodes later. John mm. meant next Thursday, the 29th of yeah. June. I should right. also say that. Yeah, I yeah, almost yeah, messed that up myself, yeah. uh, which is sick. Time is a social construct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> They're go- we're going to have runs. If you're in Greenpoint, it's ideal for you kind of yeah. situation because obviously our like home base is going to be in Greenpoint but also just like the guy I feel like in general um, the I mean you guys both know this but like marathons are weird I find that a lot of the time I think we've all probably had this conversation in isolation with each other but like yeah. there's a lot of weird shit in running that like no one ever formally teaches you you just like kind of pick up along the way yes. and you like feel too dumb to ask it and yes. like stuff like this is so sick because there's like people that kind of try and create spaces like in this case it'll be finley and the coaches and even the virtual program i often think about like chafing and nutrition it's like i've heard stories of people who had like no idea what chafing is and had never heard of body glide but were like too scared to ask about it Mm because they felt weird and like obviously that's brutal and then the actual one is i think nutrition uh my girlfriend aaron had a friend of a friend who told a story about how like they read that you're supposed to eat bananas during running like they just heard that which like so they just eat bananas well they literally did their lawn run. it was like 20 miler on the treadmill and i think he had like a half dozen bananas because he like (laughs) read first of all a 20 miler on the treadmill yeah because he didn't know how he would carry that many bananas with him (laughs) (laughs) like this is a real thing and i'm I'm not laughing at this person no i'm fully laughing at this person (laughs) but then but then you think about it a little more and you're like yeah yeah no one ever tells you how like stupid that is like sometimes like if you separate yourself from this world that we feel very immersed and experienced in into a world that you know nothing about and all of a sudden you're fucking in a deep dark web hole Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden some reddit thread (laughs) is like you need to eat a banana every three quarters of a mile yeah yeah so this i can't imagine this (laughs) like just imagine how brutal that is imagine where the banana peels are going that's just an (laughs) insane situation (laughs) My Most favorite importantly, part, yeah. where are the banana peels I would, going? I just love the thought of, like, someone rolling up for a lawn run and having, like, a dozen bushel of bananas with them mm-hmm. and being, like, time to go rip. Like, I'm Should ready to go. Should we create a piece of gear that has some sort of hook yeah. that you can, like... Like, holster situation. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. yes. That's what That'd I mean. That'd be so sick. Yeah. Well, all of that to say is Finley will tell you how many bananas to eat during the program. This will be a callback. I mean, they're 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 a great source of great um, fuel and nice. uh, They store well as glycogen. They what potassium? Yeah, potassium is good. I think it's good for like cramping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It shares like ninety percent of DNA with the human body. Is that real? What? I don't know. I just that sounds real. Bullshit. It. Look it up. Look it up. How much DNA? I'm trying to remember what else to say about the program. Yeah, marathon training is going to be sick. It's going to be fun. The mantra of this program is helping everyone kind of get to their PR. And I think it's important to do it with people. And training for a marathon can be a pretty daunting task, um, evident by me and my refusal to run a marathon (laughs) because I'm scared shitless of the training. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's a great opportunity to come out and, like, crush your goal, whatever that goal may be, you know? Yeah, everyone's got their own thing going on. It'll be fun. You get to interact with pacers and coaches who, like, know what they're doing. Like um, really, really high quality pacers and honestly coaches and resources. I mean, Brendan Martin's an amazing PT. Yeah. Like the resources for, for what you're paying into this uh, program, I mean, it's it's bar none. Yeah. 
And so. then if you don't want to pay for it, you can also do the virtual one. Which and get all the shit for yeah, free. Which would be great. sweet. Except yeah. for the real runs and for years. So yeah. maybe you make your own choice, but the the in person one's gonna be <laughs> the value will be good. Yeah. The land will be acquired. Land will be acquired. Fred Curley might not be officially coaching, but that's okay. We'll get him we'll get like yeah. a cameo from Fred, wishing everyone luck before the I'm race. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. That's my dream. All right, so I kind of bullshitted, but a (laughs) banana shares 60% identical DNA with the human body. Wait, what? Uh, That's probably, yeah. I mean, that's genuinely really, really impressive. Yeah. I mean, that's so interesting because proteins are the building blocks of humans, and there's, is there any protein? I think there's a good amount of proteins on like a cellular level. I don't know. Next time, physics, I'm, dude. Yeah. Physics. <laughs> <laughs> and silence. <laughs> I also took biology. I did worse yeah. in that class. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did, did want to talk biology. to you on pod, and we'll end this. It doesn't have to be a long one, but about this Craig Angles saga. I've been thinking a lot into this <laughs> about what Craig Craig Angles his saga on Instagram right now of forcing people to release. Oh their, yeah, like, yeah, TUEs. yeah. I mean, I think he's playing 4D chess right now. <laughs> he's what? What is his seed right now going into USA's? He's not racing very well. No. Craig, if you're listening to this, which I doubt you will, I love <laughs> you. I think you're a great runner. I think you're an awesome guy. But what's yeah. a TUE for the it's lay people thera- and Sasha? Therapeutic use exemption. So there's this like, I think uh, I'm kind of throwing haymakers at the end of this <laughs> podcast, but I, like it. I think uh, there's a, an abuse of the system in the uh, professional running world where you get a doctor to say, hey, you have an overactive thyroid. You need to take You this. have thyroid medication, yeah. which yeah. will, like, make you a way better runner. Or you have X syndrome, and they'll give you, you know, an uh, inhaler. Or, you know, they just find ways legally to to performance enhance. Mm. And But Craig, it's got to be a prescription. Drug. It has to be a prescription in order for it to be legal, or else you are considered, you know, a using a banned substance or yeah. or cheating and essentially do, do you have to release that information you don't have to but what and this is 4d chess yeah. about two weeks before usa's which craig is <laughs> doing and as all these 1500 meter runners are running insanely fast he's going on this like social media tirade kind of like ver- on like a virtue signaling mm-hmm. tour yeah. where like he's releasing his own oh. pr- private stuff saying hey look at me I don't use any of this stuff, and I'm challenging everyone else to also release their private medical information. And then it's like, in a weird way, if, if you don't release it by part of this challenge, you're sort of hiding something. Right. But if you do release it, then you're sort of this like awesome runner who's not using anything or not being shady. Huh. And so, I mean, I think it's an interesting mind game he's playing heading into USA's. This is just, it also could be completely harmless and he could just be like doing this like awesome thing, but I, I don't think so. Uh, yeah. Um. I like to think that Craig is doing it like from a good perspective. I do oh. think that it is a very interesting, just like whether Craig is intending this or not. Cause yeah, I mean like it, John just kind of said it like the, the perception with these TUEs and the other piece of all of it is like how many times you're getting tested and stuff like that, totally. which is not information that is generally like made public. Therapeutic 
use exemption. exemption. Use exemption. It's the the most famous one. John said it's like thyroid medication. It's like you can most people can go into. I mean, I actually I got blood work done like two and a half years ago, mm-hmm. and a doctor told me to my face that I needed to take like testosterone medication to mm. like up my numbers, and then yeah. I had another person look at it because I was like, that sounds weird, that and they were like, crazy. you're fine, like you could bump your numbers, but like you're not like low yeah. or like dangerously low it's like everything's open to medical interpretation i guess and like a doctor can just decide that exactly what john said oh your thyroid like needs medication and this stuff helps with like very drastically recovery essentially it's like essentially doing similar things to what like a performance enhancing drug would do and there's like a, a saga with some like runner coaches who are like notorious for sending their runners to certain doctors that might prescribe them certain things so it's like there's negative repercussions on the other side. It's like there's also genuine TUEs. Right. Like I, I am in the camp of Molly Seidel. It's actually I was just going to bring that up, right? She was waiting to decide before Worlds last year. Yeah, it was like ADD you, medication. Yeah. Um, I think it was actually Adderall. Really? Yeah, I think Wasn't it was it? Yeah. Adderall because yeah. it's like technically – I mean it's the same thing with like weed being a banned substance right now. Right. It's like technically, yeah, you can argue it. That All, all of that to say like – I think the bigger issue, whether Craig is, like, intentionally doing this or not, is, like, people are – this is actually one of the most fun debates in running is I think people are, like, view everything, like, through rose-colored glasses is maybe the saying. I don't actually know if it's saying what I want to say. It's, like, people are – if someone runs fast, there's a group of people in running who are, like, oh, they're taking drugs. And if people run fast, there's a group of people that, like, live in ignorant bliss. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reality is probably some sort of middle ground with all of it. But it is, like, a, a, it's a tricky situation that Craig is, like, again, whether he's intending to or not, like, displaying of, like, there's legitimate reasons why these, like, exemptions exist. But people take advantage of them. And then to John's point, it's this really tricky situation of, like, if you don't, show all of this do people think that you're hiding something in reality like you could just not be showing your shit and you could not right. be hiding i don't anything. think you should be penalized for not wanting to tell people yeah that you need like you're deficient in totally. some sort something. of something i think that's my turn off with with this like social media thing that i was seeing is yeah. like you so shouldn't does nest- he take does Craig Angle? No, 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 he doesn't anything? take any. He no, doesn't no, no. have anything. No, 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 and the no. the implication is that like you would assume that he is like calling people out that are. Um because there is a group of people. I remember right. when uh the thyroid thing came out, I think it was Ben True, who's a famous track athlete, half marathoner and now marathoner. Yeah. I actually think he's an ASICS guy now. Mm-hmm. Um shout out ASICS. Yeah, but uh like he had some quote about like he doesn't he he was so extreme that he wouldn't even take like multivitamins at various points like he thought that that was like unnatural and it's a real i mean Mm. it does get into a really interesting game of like where's the line in the sand for a lot of people Mm -hmm. like are you cool with like me taking iron are people cool with altitude tents are people cool with uh, ice baths mm-hmm. like that's a bad example but no but all of these things but, are necessarily or mm, I mean ultimately you're always doing something to enhance your performance right. like training that's is a performance yeah. enhancer yeah. right like exactly. running is a performance enhancer so it's like you can climb the ladder and at some point you know you enter a gray area of yeah. like yeah well, I was doing something yesterday to enhance my performance, and, like, now I'm taking a vitamin. Yeah. And then now I'm taking, like, 
Yeah. I mean, even the fucking vapor flies. Yeah, the shoes is a really good example. They were like, nope. That's a perfect not example. It. And that's why it's kind of like, I, I mean, it's not, it's also tricky because, like, these people at the, like, highest level of the sport, it is, like, a game of marginal gains half the time. Yeah. It's, like, right. very rarely is someone, like, 10% better than the entire world. It's, right. like, mm-hmm. person who wins gold is, like, 0.1% better mm-hmm, than mm-hmm. the next person. And, like, things can make a difference at that level. Yeah. Um, and it's just really, yeah, it's, like, a really tricky, like, situation that people are in because... It's kind of what we were talking about with, like, performance-enhancing drugs, actual, like, performance-enhancing drugs that yeah. are banned substances. Maybe that's the better word. But, like, like you don't want to – like, I in no way condone people taking banned substances. But you can understand why someone would if they feel like everyone else is doing it. Sure. It's not mm-hmm. an excuse, but it's, like, if you think that you are disadvantaged because you don't have thyroid medication, it's, like it, – it. it's one of those games of, like, Craig in this case is, like – calling out the other athletes but the the system is what has created loopholes like this like absolutely could just say that you're not allowed to do that shit if you really wanted to yeah. there's a lot of repercussions with that right i don't hate what craig's doing but i think it's like you get i do genuinely think that like in an, in an overarching space and not necessarily like show your drug testing history but i think that like one of the easiest steps for a lot of these people would be like transparency and training. It's like the fact that like we're all sitting here and we have no idea what like Bowerman track club does for workouts. Most of the time it's like, there's a reason that there's like a shroud of secrecy around them and why like there's suspicions that get thrown in the direction of people that like Bowerman's maybe a, like in, in my personal case, I think that Bowerman, the people on the team, like I trust all of those people. Yeah. Um, but I'm also in the camp of like positivity within the sport. But like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just to call out like the actual one, like Oregon Project was very like secretive for mm-hmm. a very long period of time. And then like it came out that Salazar was doing all this really shitty stuff. And like yeah. you feel vindicated mm-hmm. at that totally. point of like they were secretive and they were doing bad shit. Like, right. and the dude was a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, but like sometimes the secrecy isn't, doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing something wrong. Exactly. It's just like, I think transparency would be good for everyone. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, to be fair and to be clear, cause <laughs> my name is associated with these claims. <laughs> like I love what Craig is doing. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think it's awesome. I think he's trolling. Oh, definitely. Like I, I think I, he's trying. I think mm-hmm. he knows exactly what he's doing. I think he's calling out some of these groups like Bowerman or OAC. I think Craig's smart enough to know that he's trolling, and he knows he's in the know to where, like, there's TWEs going around. Oh, yeah. And there's people that probably have, like, interesting doctors or, you know, there's just connections that we don't know that yeah. he does, I know for a fact, and he's just trolling. Yeah. And I think yeah. it's hilarious, but I also think it's, like, the timing like two weeks oh, before he's trying USA to fight has anyone head. taken yeah. the bait and like given up the information or no i don't, I don't think, think i haven't seen anybody post like a an actual like tue like i haven't seen anyone be like oh yeah I'm, i have a asthma inhaler right yeah um, but like even if you did does that no it, do, it totally no. doesn't and that, totally that's maybe legal. where i that's where i'd leave this is like in, in my like quest for like yeah transparency is good like, I don't, I'm personally in the camp of, like, I don't give a fuck if you're taking, like, multi Like, there's yeah. a lot of things that I don't really care about. And, like, I would be fully in the camp of, like, yeah, just, like, say what your TUEs are. Yep. And, like, I'm not going to think you're doping because you're taking iron supplements and, like, have an inhaler because you have asthma sometimes. Like, I, yeah. I personally, when I, and everyone's going to make their own decision. There's going right. to be a camp of people. And I get that's, like, 
there's a reason that pe- this is where I'm like optimist versus pessimistic. Like I know there's a bunch of assholes in society that would be like, you're taking a multivitamin, you're doping. That's like, the craziest it, shit I've ever heard. Yeah, there's yeah. no way. Like if your body is deficient in something and you're taking it to make it efficient in something, yeah. there's that's not a hundred percent. Right. Yeah. There's I like mean, a line of unnaturalness. It's I like take if an I, iron supplement. Oh, dude, I, crush <laughs> supplement. I take vitamins every night that I remember. I mean, no, but I do. I do understand that when you're competing at that level, and maybe Craig is feeling the heat a little bit by these performances that are just blowing things out of the water. You, yeah, it depends on whether you think the glass is half full or half empty. Like, are you gonna err on the side of like human progress is just getting better? Yeah. Like athletes are just getting better. Yeah. Or well, is the the technology behind what's making them better also just getting That's what better? I'm thinking. I'm I, I if I'm Craig, I'm putting myself in his shoes. Yeah. I, and I know we're a little over, but like <laughs> I see myself watching all of these performances, watching myself run three thirty six and being fifteenth on the list. Yeah. I see right. Aaron Nagus running three twenty nine, Mario running three twenty nine, Cole coming off an injury running three thirty four, and it's just like what the hell what is the happening? fuck are these miles are these are you no, no 1500, no, no, 1500. Oh but it's God. like it, 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 two <laughs> three rough. years ago this was not a thing and so like yeah. in his shoes when he was winning usa's running 335 and making it to the olympics or world championships like you know he's probably sitting there like my career is spiraling like i don't i don't know what to do yeah right you know how do i get better? how do i get better and surely you know, I haven't been taking something and everyone just jumped me yeah. in two years or a yeah. year. Yeah. Like, it's got to be on? something, right? Yeah. Um, That's where we'll leave it at. On the yeah. next podcast, Double Threshold will be our, our tangent. Dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> our tangent that we go down. All right. Well, that was a tangent. But I think we'll talk about Double Threshold yeah, next time. I'm really into it. All right. See you guys. Later. He let me fall first. Then you dream awake I'd do anything to bring you to that other place We speak so differently, though Love like Vincent Wheelow Watch your constellations Soft as cloud formations That will never leave just duty calls If I'm in over my head I'll swim Niagara Falls Non-violent communication Non-violent In the web, Mary Jane all up in my head Upside down when I took the mask off Full of mask back down Time to ride out right now You was mine then, you was mine then. And you mine now, and you mine now. Show, me where they hide. Show me where they hide Let me find out, out. Ball hog and I'm balled out And we go all out Doubt, tall doubt, yeah Nosebleeds, sell the floors out Caught up in the web, tell them log out Mwah. Kisses, baby, I broke up, broke frisses Baby, won't you be my missus, baby Been key, I miss it, baby Baby, uh, get lifted I could tell you gifted, baby Necklace like St. Nicholas, baby Wrap it up like Christmas, baby, uh Nonviolent communication Ah 
Nonviolent communication. Twenty one, twenty one. Yeah, taking chances, taking risks for you. Oh yeah, I climb a mountain just to get to you. Oh God, twenty one. You hungry? That plate, I'ma split with you. You know I'm a dog. On command, if you tell me, I sit for you. Twenty one. They don't understand I bond. Nah. Took a G5 to my line. Oh God. Treat me like a king, I'm a dime. 21. Treat me like a king, I'm the wine, baby. 21. Rolls Royce, you would never see a Hyundai. Never. Suitcase go straight to the runway. 21. Big dog, nah, I don't know TSA. Real money, you don't never need a sweet steak. Big Birkin, I ain't never been a cheapskate. I'm the type of vacation on a weekday. 21. Get American Express, no prepaid. 21. I'm avoiding all the he say, she say. Oh I'm the one that had you grabbing on the sheets, babe. Yeah. Tattoos, y'all straight up out of EA. Okay. Looking in your eyes every time we speak, babe. 21. Won't play you, no, I'm not. The DJ 21 Nonviolent communication ah. Nonviolent communication Nonviolent communication ah. I'm this dimension's one and only Spider-Man At least I was